Welcome back, everybody, to Down for the Count, your favorite wrestling podcast, especially Lisa Riddles. I mean, oh, that's not her last name anymore, is it? Anyway, it's your girl, Alexis, and with me tonight is uh, Nicole and Tiff. Janae may jump in. I'm pretty sure she is asleep, but we're just going to let her, we're going to let her get her shut eye because she deserves it. Uh, So y'all say hi. Hey. Hello. Alexis is being very shady today. Well, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm going to get it back and karma points, but she had it coming. Like you out here playing Captain Save a Bitch for this man who was stray catting around town with every bitch he could get with. <laughs> and you up here trying to be like, trying to body shame Mandy Rose and Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. Meanwhile, you got like, you're, what did Don say? She built like a surfboard or something. <laughs> and then she posted, and there's like a picture of her, and I'm not body shaming, but there's like a picture of her and her chest looks so weird. Like, I can't explain it. It looked like it looked weirdly photoshopped and not even that well photoshopped. But, you know, I'm just I'm just saying she probably if she's if she unblocked this, we're probably blocked again anyway. So as you can tell, we're all a little petty tonight. We're going to just talk about some stuff going on. We're going to talk about the last couple of episodes of WWE Evil because we realized we never finished that up. Uh, We're just going to talk about some news breaking about Dark Side of the Ring and the questionable fourth season, if we're going to get it or not. And then we're going to end up with our wonderful roast sessions, which y'all just seem to love. We got three defenders on the docket tonight, and trust me when I say that these people deserve what they're about to get. Um, Before we get to the roast, (sighs) WWE Evil. We all finished watching it? Yeah. Yeah, I did. What was y'all's favorite episode? Because I know we watched episodes one through four, and then we then we watched the rest of it. But the complexity of a WWE villain is probably the coolest thing I've ever seen them do a show on. And they don't do a lot of shows like this when it comes to the bad guys, because they usually just focus on like the baby faces or whatever. Well, TV wise, they do. And I find that. They, when they're doing the documentaries, they the bad guys seem to be the ones who are the most interesting. But um, my favorite episode, hands down, was the Mrs. It it definitely was the Mrs. He, I, I used to didn't like him, but I remember when they um, they had a show called I think it was called Hate. And it was on the CW, and he was one of the first people that was on there. And there was a kid on there that really, really disliked him. And he went, found him, like they went out and he talked to him. And he was like, Yeah, so do you still hate me now? And he was like, I hate your character. I don't hate you. And mm-hmm. I was like, I, That's kind of where I was with the maze. I think that he is a nice guy in general. And I do think that he was very, very, very misunderstood. And I think he still is. And But he took the, probably the most 
odd aspects or the most unlikable aspects of his character and he created the Miz out of it which was fucking ingenious and then for him to go from coming in from reality TV being put in a position of we're gonna have you host Smackdown and then you're able to move into wrestling and for him to go on to that to be two time WWE champion he's a multiple time IC champion multi time US champion tag team champion the list goes on he's one of the most decorated and disrespected superstars in that locker room mm-hmm. you you gotta give the Miz his flowers you just do so his episode was my favorite of all of them and I still think Roman should have waited I understand why they put him on this list well up on the first season but his was the last one and quite frankly I I understand it but I feel like they could have put some other people in to have their episode because there have been people who were heels long before Roman came in and they did a better job at it and I'm not saying that Roman isn't good I'm just saying that their story arc would have been a little bit more interesting for me to watch than Romans. Oh yeah, totally agree. They could have put easily put um, Jake the Snake on there. When he was a heel, he was a great heel. Um, I think I think my personal favorite was Randy Orton because like growing like it's weird. I don't want to say I grew up watching Randy Orton because he came out when I was I had just turned like eighteen and I was in college. So it's like being able to see him grow as like not only a character but like as a person and how he really had like this motherfucker was so close to getting fired so many damn times he was like and you know I was reading an interview today that actually kind of made me cry a little bit because he was saying that like if it wasn't for guys like Edge guys like Cody um, like he named a couple other people. He's like, if it wasn't for these guys telling me like, chill the fuck out and sit the fuck down, I won't be here anymore. And I'm like, dude, you are so fucking lucky. Like, mm-hmm. damn, man, because anybody else, your ass would have been out the door. Um, but I- I've always loved Randy Orton as a heel. He's just one of those guys who is just such a heel character. And I think it's weird because sometimes when he's a heel, like when he's really like in his heel like mindset, you catch yourself liking him more than the person who he's going up against. Cause he's he's more interesting. Like, what was it? Um oh shit, this is gonna bug the hell out of me now. He was in a program with somebody. And he was he was a heel. I can't remember who the person was. He was a babyface. And Randy just ate him in everything when it came to promos, when it came to matches, when it came to anything. Like, he just outdid him. And honestly, I don't even think he was fully trying. I just think he just was like, I'm Randy Orton. I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want to do. And he did it. But then um, when he's, he's those heels, though, like... When he gets his ass whooped, like when he finally gets his comeuppance, it's great. Like we all remember when he RKO'd Stephanie. That was like, 
and Triple H was like right there and he was like handcuffed like it was so over dramatic and my ass loved like every single second of it and it's like because that's when he was with Legacy with Ted and Cody and then it's like the next week you get that ultimate awesome thing where it's like first Shane comes out and then Vince comes out and then Triple H comes out and they all go down there and I'm like you pissed off the daddy the husband and the brother you about to get your ass kicked and he did yeah and I I just I have a whole I have a respect for Randy Orton it's just so weird like going back because it's like his 20th anniversary right it is yeah, it's he. It's it's weird going back and seeing pictures of Baby Orton, like the it first, is. like the like Randy Orton version one, level one, with like no charisma or anything like that. Like the worst Dungeons and Dragons stats like ever, and it's just right. so cool that he has managed to not only get his shit together he we, we still working on some stuff with you randall on a personal level but you you growing you you kind of get in the sh- you you kind of understand it a lot more than you what you used to um but he has continued to stay in the wwe his whole career while other people have have come and go that will never be on his level And Randy, is Orton is, and Randy Orton is that level to reach. If you want to be a heel, I would always recommend watching Heel Jake the Snake, Scott Hall, and Randy Orton. He's another one that I felt like should have been on. And they didn't put him on there. And I was like, hmm. Oh, okay. I think they had it done before anyone knew what was going on. They probably had it filmed before he died. Or the Even if he was still alive, I just felt like he should have been on there. The only time he was there was in the first episode with Hogan and everything. And I was like, yeah, but like, Razor Ramon was an icon. Like, he should have been up there. And I, I loved Randy's episode. I didn't know that all that was going on. I did know that he was a dick and a lot of people did not like him backstage, which is probably one of the reasons why he clings to Riddle so because he sees a lot of himself in that Riddle, which Mm -hmm. I can understand. Um, Hopefully Riddle being taken under Randy Orton's wing will evolve and be a better person. Um, I like Stephanie's episode too. Um, do I do I think that she needed to be in the first season? No, I feel like they should have replaced her with Charlotte Flair. Um, I I think she should have been replaced with Scott Hall, and then they could have done Stephanie later. I think they only have two women up here, and in an episode of eight, there are only two women, and they're current women. Sasha Banks and of course Stephanie McMahon she's been there for a while uh, they could have had more women in there you know they could have had Sensational Sherry in there they could have mm-hmm. had a couple people in there but overall but I don't think Sherry was necessarily like an evil like she was like a bad guy but she wasn't necessarily like someone was like that's like 
evil like that was i think that's like the whole point so of it rather i think that was like i think stephanie and sasha were good choices again um stephanie probably could have i would have waited to the second episode or second season but i think sherry is just so beloved i don't think Mm -hmm. she would have like felt i mean i don't think she would have like fit necessarily like what they were doing or what like the antithesis of the program is yeah i saw i really view sasha banks as evil I think well, she's villainous, I, but I don't... Well, yeah, that's the point. Like, it's, yeah. like, like they're villainous. Like, I've never, like, I've never viewed, like, someone like a share. I never viewed her as, like, villainous or evil or anything or, like, calculating. I mean, she was a bad guy every once in a while, but she was still, like, very, like, lovable, I think, which I, which I really like about what they did in the program. Like, they literally, like, they picked, I think they picked the right people somewhat essentially um again they're probably misplaced like i would have done roman next season mm-hmm. i would have had him be the last episode of the second season so you could have let his story come for circle especially with that rock mention as soon as they did that i was like i wish they would have fucking waited mm-hmm um, but yeah, I think like, but I think they picked, they did a good job picking people that like, yes, they were like, did like bad deeds, quote unquote, like inside the ring or stuff, but like people that people like would genuinely like fucking hate outside of like kayfabe for no reason or a reason. They could have easily done one, two, three kid. Because at one point, do you stop talking about him and start talking about Sean Walton? <laughs> yeah, true. Um, I mean, they could have put Piper, like, they could have put Roddy Roddy Piper on there, because when that man was a heel, like, you despised his ass. Um, I like the fact, I, I kind of glad they did put Sasha, because going back and seeing her make Izzy cry makes me laugh. Because... I, I like I like okay so like I don't like Sasha when she's an annoying heel because she's just I, I don't know but like when she's just a straight up bitch and she drops like the oh thanks for paying me Vince now I'll show up like that kind of thing like when she's just a straight up bitch to people I'm like okay I like this is a Sasha I can get behind I just I don't understand I mean like wrestling wrestling has some of the best villains and WWE can put out some of the best I just they, they I would love he, you know what I want to see I want them to do an episode of New Day when they were heels cause I hated them when they were fucking heels I agree they were so annoying yeah. and every every time that damn trombone got smashed I was like thank you but i mean just like the program as a whole i think it's like a good i it was like i think it was just like fantastically done because um i think people think it's it's i know people like to say well it's easy to get people to dislike you and i disagree with that because it has to be the right dislike because nine times out of ten are like, oh, it's easy to get people. It's like, well, it's super easy to get go home heat. 
is way easier than people think but for people to mm-hmm. get emotionally like I don't like to, I don't want to use the word trigger but emotionally yeah In- like invested. emotionally triggered or invested and like really want to see like your demise or just like really like that's true that's like someone being like a true quote-unquote villain or a true artist and I really like how they highlighted the psychology that you need behind that because like it's the same thing of acting like you have to fully submit yourself to be like a really to be a really great villain and I think that's something that people like really don't understand that's why I like heels more and that's why I will always like heels because I feel like it's more I like the complexity of the characters way more that's why I like I loved Randy's episode I thought he had like the best one but to me that's why I always liked heels because I feel like it's just so you can add so much complexity to it you can build so much on it besides just like again like I appreciate like obviously like someone being like a really good baby face or really good like someone you really want to cheer for well I feel like the complexities that you do and are needed to like do like have like a really good villain something like I've always 100% loved and always like but like get behind in a certain set because I just want to see where they go with it I think Seth is a great example of this I feel like they could have put him in it to be honest I feel like that's was, the one per- that's the one person I think that should have been in it I was just and, about to say that I honestly think they could have swapped Roman out for Seth yes. and it, it would have flowed because so, Seth is good Seth is better as a heel than he is as a face yeah um, Unless he because has a people like him for a down. second, they'll like him for a couple months as a face, and they want to boo him again. So, well, um, you, you need a credit if you're gonna make Seth Rollins a face, you're gonna need him to go up against a credible heel. That's why it never works half the time when he be- when he went up against Triple H, he was a face. That worked because he blank he people wanted to see him whoop Triple H's ass, which he did. But then that's when people started turning against them. You have to have a credible threat if you're going to make someone like him the good guy. And you're going to have to make sure that it lasts a while before people get bored of him, like you said, in two weeks. And then they're like, fuck this guy. This is boring. Blah, 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 blah. I agree. Sure. This is baby. Huh? What's wrong? Hello? Can you hear me? I thought I was just asking. I'm like, what's wrong? No, I thought my phone like died on me and then it like repowered back on real quick. What the fuck? Okay. No, but yeah, I agree with that. I do too. All right, so well, who would? Who, so we all said Razor Ramon or Scott Hall next season. I say Jake DeSakes next season. I'm who pretty sure. I'm again? pretty sure they will. I, he'll probably either be the first one or probably the last one. Um, I think I. It's sad that he wouldn't be able to, like you know, obviously tell his own story. But I think it would be cool to kind of see other like the people who are close to them their perspective and their take on his work so 
you know, that would be the silver lining of that, I believe. I agree. As long as they don't court, they don't go corny and do the fucking dungeon of doom. I'm okay, but if they do that, I'm out. <laughs> I'm completely out. Uh, now that I think about, it, I'm so bad, especially that ooh, that young rock drop that he did. I'm like, why did they fucking do this episode of evil with him already? Because I think I'm like, oh, I say, you know how much better it would have been if like he has this match with The Rock and they could have talked about like the good versus evil and like the dichotomy of their family and I'm just like what the fuck exactly oh Mm -hmm. my god I'm getting sick thinking about it because I'm seeing this shit pop up because it's like one it's like the one clip when they're watching wrestling and I still, I still, I mean, I've seen the pictures, but I still can't believe that that was, The Rock looked like a fucking narc when he was in high school, like 21 Jump Street come to life or some shit. I had to and, talk about like, The Rock like that. <laughs> he did. He, mean, he, he looked like a grown man. Yeah, they he were like, help it? No, I know, but he's like, he remembers being 16 years old and being hit on by like 50 year old women. That's sick. They thought he was like in his 30s or something. And he's like, no, oh, ma'am, no, I'm 16. Too. I'm just like, oh God! So rock, rock knows the, rock knows the struggle. Okay, my yeah, like, immediately. There was a <laughs> there was a clip that I found on Instagram of like the show Young Rock, and it was like him, and then there was this little annoying kid that was hanging all over him, and I'm like, wow, this kid's a fucking little shit, and this coming from the parent. And uh, then you hear him go, acknowledge me, acknowledge me. And they're like, this is my little cousin, jo- uh, uh, Joey. You know him better as Roman Reigns. And I'm like, are you seriously setting up your storyline through your TV show, bro? That's genius, though. It, it is, but at the same time, I'm like, why don't you just w- come up and be like, nah, because if it wasn't for me, you wouldn't be having this head of the table bullshit. I'm the one who's the head of the table. Like, Well, I think I that's well, that's gonna come. I mean, that's I coming. Think, yeah, that's gonna come. I think, which I really liked about that, it's smart, because not only it got people talking, but there's plenty of people who watch Young Rock who, A, don't watch wrestling anymore, B, don't watch wrestling at all, so when they realize oh rock is like going back in the ring you're like oh, i like him because so i like his show and it will be like oh well this and then obviously they would talk about the feud or then they're like oh i thought it's like oh wasn't he mentioned in his tv show so they already have some some type of familiarity with him mm. okay i get that it's long-term well long-term booking slash smart marketing getting your customers kind of like a feel of what they're going to get or kind of a product that you're going to debut i would say wouldn't it be a gag for like the entire reason they started this show was to build for this one match and then it never gets renewed for another season that is so wrong on so many I'm not putting it out there. I'm just saying a what if. Just a what if. I hope not. 
But but if you guys have not watched uh, WWE Evil, please go watch it. As a history like person, I absolutely love it. Janae is here. <laughs> Perfect timing. <laughs> Dead to right. So, hey, real quick, Janae, did you happen to watch any of the episodes of WWE Evil? Because that's all we were talking about. Okay, then we can move on. All right, so, uh, before, so little interesting thing came up. Uh, apparently came out today, a couple days ago, or breaking, or whatever, that uh, there will not be a season four of Dark Side of the Ring. And of course, that led to a lot of people getting upset, wondering what's going on. And then, of course, everyone started running their mouth on social media. So, you know, the truth gets buried. Now, Dark Side of the Ring has came out and said there will be a season four. Um, They're looking for options to maybe change it up a little bit. But a lot of the stuff that we saw, because Tiff was, who was the one who posted in the group chat? Was it Tiff or Janae? Janae posted. Janae posted that um, it was canceled, and it was a lot of it was due to fans being upset about the way things were being portrayed. Now, what I saw a lot on social media was the fact that people were pissed about the plane ride from hell episode, and it wasn't for the fact of how these wrestlers behaved or how they treated those women on those flights, on that flight, or anything. Oh, no, 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 nay, nay. It was about how certain wrestlers in that episode, even though this was based on true facts, how these episode, how these wrestlers were portrayed. Oh, wait, that, I just said that it wasn't canceled. Oh, it wasn't no, canceled? she posted that it wasn't canceled. It was not canceled. Okay, yeah, and then, then I posted the the stuff from the dirt sheets that said it was canceled. So at first it came in, it came down like uh, early afternoon that Dark Side of the Ring was not being renewed by Vice TV. When I was looking at the articles, the articles were regurgitating the same thing, um, that fans and wrestlers alike were upset with the Dark Side of the Ring in terms of more specifically in the plane ride from hell episode and to Alexis's credit what she just said was 100% true there were a lot of people who were more focused on how certain wrestlers were portrayed rather than the context of the entire show as a whole in my opinion if you were going to cancel it I mean the Chris Benoit episode was probably the most devastating episode and the most um, gruesome episode of the show. Not to mention there have been several episodes that have mentioned murder from Owen Hart's episode to that one episode with the guy from Canada, which I can't remember his name, him Um, being murdered. Tino Hernandez, right? That's his name. Yeah, him being murdered and they still don't know who did it. They haven't found who did it. Oh, Bruiser Brody's episode. Bruiser Brody's episode, another one. That was the first episode. Mm -hmm. It was gruesome as hell. And they they know who murdered him. And they're not not doing anything about that. 
So I'm like, with all that being said, no one is negating the the sexual assault, the, the heavy drug use, the alcohol. We're not saying that that's not bad. We're, we're saying that there were episodes that depicted and explained, if not equally as bad, just as bad or worse um, events. And now because of this episode, everybody wants to be in their feelings. Now, from my understanding, coming down the pike from Vice and from Dark Side of the Ring, they both seem to be on the same page that season four is coming. Um, I don't know where the dirt sheets got their information, but it's clear that there's something weird going on here. Um, um, now, I have I, a... Oh, go ahead, Nicole. Sorry. Um, kind of what I've been hearing and what I've also kind of been hearing since that plane ride with hell is like a lot of the contributors such as like JR um, Tommy Dreamer also was a contributor obviously mm-hmm. anymore after that quite a few wrestlers were not happy with playing ride with hell and they felt and quite a few of them um, felt misquoted and kind of like felt like stuff was like pieced together um, not how they were telling, trying to tell their story. So they were very angry about it and like, even like refuse and are refusing to come back. So I well, think that probably, well, and I don't think obviously that's, that warrants a cancellation, but I think that's why they have to change some things up because I think they lost a massive amounts of their contributors. And not only mm-hmm. that, and I think that's going to unfortunately like hurt their structure and it's going to be hard for them to a lot harder for them to get access to certain people to talk to people to get these stories because of that okay now I understand what's going on I just I just think it's very it's very weird because if that's the episode that everyone's focusing on let's just devil's advocate right yeah. if that is the episode huh she said, yeah. <laughs> okay. If that is the episode that everyone is focusing on, these people, the, uh, first off, the plane ride from hell is not a very well kept secret. I don't it's think not. that was the issue. But I, I'm, yeah, I'm, it's not I'm, the I'm issue. getting there. I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting to the point. I, a lot of these people have been saying this shit for damn near almost 20 fucking years because this happened back in 2000 what 2002 2003 2004 something like that I don't remember I'm the one who did a fucking episode on it and I can't remember it but like they did this and then they've been talking about it since it's happened since wrestling fans became aware of it we they've been talking about it and no one's been changing their story they are saying the same thing all the time and uh, it doesn't make sense because they finally come out, they tell their story, or they tell what's going on. All of a sudden, people, and I've mentioned it in the pot, please go listen to the podcast that we did on this. You guys will get a better example, understanding of what the hell I'm trying to say, apparently. Um, it, I just think it's weird that they've been talking like this. They've been saying the story. They've been saying the same shit for almost 20 years in interviews. But as soon as they do this episode, this is the thing where all of a sudden 
people are changing their stories they're saying oh that never happened that never happened just incredible is going on people's podcasts saying one thing and then going on another show saying another he's bailing on people like it's it's really weird it's like so it's okay for you guys to talk about this for 20 years but as soon as they put images to what they're doing y'all have a problem and i mean i could go on youtube right now type in plane ride from hell and i will guarantee you the first three videos will show up are from cultaholic what culture and wrestlemania I think you hit the nail on the head, like the visual. It's different from people sitting in shoot interviews and sitting on a podcast and like just telling the words, but not only have the visual of it, the traumatization of it, and also the women who were there uh, who were affected and it was able to paint broader strokes on the picture. I think mm-hmm. that's why they realized it was so bad. I used to like praying right for hell because I used to think it was hilarious. Mind you, yeah. now I know it wasn't yeah. funny. But I used yeah. to love that story. I was like, that is hilarious. I'm like, I was like, they're just like on a bunch of fucking coat, like just terrorizing. Hell, they did an ep they depicted that on what was that like, show? That WWE stories. Of, yeah, the yeah. WWE stories. They did. They animated one. They literally did an animated version. And then I think because then you're like, oh, like it's just, you know, they're just being annoying and stupid. And then you don't realize, huh, like on the flip side, how, how many people got quote, hurt. on dark it was. And you're like, man, yeah. this is really mm-hmm. messed up. And it's different because it's like a fuller, you can see the full picture of it now. Exactly. I think I that's think, why it was so bad. And then too, it's like, you know how it is. It broke the code, and they don't want to be uh, they don't want to be ostracized in their community anymore. And then too, you have to factor in that social media is a very big factor, and we all have access to these people more so now than we ever did. So you're talking about some of the big wigs wrestling from JR to Ric Flair were all mentioned in this story. And they're like, we're going to get hammered on social media, which is exactly what happened to Tommy Dreamer. But he did that to himself. He's got no one to blame but his own dumbass, tone deaf, stupid ass self. It's not like, you know, they depicted him a particular way. These were his own words that came out of his mouth. So no one, there was no cut, there was no edit there. They sat there and watched you say misogynistic bullshit. So if you're mad, you need to be mad at yourself for being an a-hole. But yeah, that's why, again, like it's so bad because it was like something, like again, something, it was just like, it wasn't like an urban legend because obviously we knew it happened. But, but it, it was, was just it was a visual. Yeah, because like, like, you're watching, you're watching this Ric Flair look like corner this woman. It 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 it, it, it stick things home. And you're just like, no, we need to burn this motherfucker at the stake, like right now. We need to go find him and burn his ass because <laughs> that yeah. was creepy as hell. Instead of just, like. I wonder if that's on WWE stories. 
It probably isn't, honestly. They probably took it down. I would hope they would I think they pulled that episode. They probably pulled it. Because somebody um, would have lost a ship that was still up there. Yep. But it's just... It's that. It's the social media thing. And it's the fact that they all now can be held accountable for their actions. And that is something they're not willing to do. Well, so like, I also, oh no, we're not going to be a part of this anymore. To be honest, they really don't need them. Um, they honestly could narrate the stories the way they've been doing it. They don't have to have Jericho narrate it. Get a good I don't even actor. think it's about him by na- narrating. I think it's I'll just the it. people that they had access to to kind of like basically just to confirm stories and whatnot. And I don't think, and it's just like people in general like they're able to like okay like hey we're telling the story I want to confirm some things or I want to make sure A, B, and C was where it's supposed to be at and so on and so on but I think the way that this how it's set up that's going to really hurt them because if you have all these people or basically your network dried up of people that you're able to access um have access to or get access to to kind of like help curate this and that hurts your product at the end of the day well well i kind of have like this is just like a conspiracy theory that i've been i've been thinking about since we were reading all this stuff and it coming out that this that and the other happened or whatever and um i'm gonna go get my cat so remember how MLW was supposed to have that thing they were supposed to be shown on Vice TV? Yeah. Yeah. And it's just in my head I was thinking, WWE basically owns like almost every single holy shit, did he like goddamn cocaine? Damn dog. Holy fuck. Anyway, um, do you think that had something to do too? I mean like WWE, I mean, we've talked about it, and it's just like, I think it would be really weird that if, like, maybe WWE's like, you can't use any more of our clips, and since they pretty much own everything that's come into wrestling within the last, like, 50 fucking years, they could have threatened well, that. Well, Darkseid has never been able to use any WWE clips. I don't, well... Not just WWE, but I mean like anything from ECW, WCW, that kind of stuff. Well, yeah, they've all that's always um, flown. That's always been like in their um, branch. Like they people never had access. Even I think some the only like I'll use like New Jacks for example. Like for his episode, like he was only able to use like a lot of like the super super early stuff and like different things like when he was on his indies in the career and stuff that basically was like um like house shows but um they never showed anything that was actual like pay-per-views or anything that he was on that's just something like wwe always did they never ever since dark side came to existence they never were allowed to touch any type of footage that they've owned mm. okay i like i said it was just a conspiracy thing that i had in my head but um, seriously, Dark Side of the Ring, I will gladly narrate for you if you need a narrator. 
like we all volunteer our services that's all we that's all we ask for like what <laughs> uh but y'all have anything else to to say about dark side of the ring or are we ready to move on to the roast session here I haven't nope. seen any other episodes, so... Wait, you haven't seen any episodes of Dark Souls? No. Girl! Okay. Alright, hey, why? I'm gonna yell at you. No, huh? no you're not. I just wanna know why, why you haven't seen any. Because I'm either working or sleeping. I know, but Darkseid's been out for like three years, though. Yeah, it came out before you. You can find, you can find bootlegs and the actual some of the episodes on YouTube. No, but like it was out before the Darkseid came out when I was like working at the casino. Yeah, it was before your heavy workload started. Yeah, because you remember I was traveling and working outdoors, and then I came Uh, home. Okay. Well, they always had it. I always, well, especially like the one season, I watched it all on YouTube. Because, and that's how when I would like talk to people who watched it, majority they're like, I don't have fucking vice. And I was like, well, I have vice because I have sling. Um, But um, majority of people I would know, like they will, because they would, because vice is nice like that. And they will literally put it on on their YouTube channel the next day. Mm hmm. Some episodes, not all of them, but some of them. Yeah, um, I think they put their the Chris Benoit one on their YouTube, which I was surprised. I figured they would want to keep that on yeah. just on TV so they could get views for it. I think it was the first episode they put up. Yeah, I think it I was two think parts. Both parts. Yeah, yeah, it was two parts. Because yeah. I didn't watch the second part. I was like, I don't need to see this. I don't know what I happened. Did, I couldn't watch the second part. Yeah, I was like, I don't. There's no need for me to watch this. I watched the first part, and to this day, I will go back and watch old episodes because it's actually on Hulu. The first th- uh, three seasons, all the seasons are on Hulu now too. Um, I'll go back and I'll watch it, but that's like the one episode I can't watch because it's. I I went through I that. I seen it once, and I have no intention to watch it again. Yeah, because I watched it, and I was like, "Ooh, this messed up my whole night." It, it was like really heavy and I remember it was like I watched it because I watched it on actually I, I might have actually watched both episodes was Vicky was she in the first one or second one she was in the first, first one. one okay so no I didn't accidentally watch the second one yeah it was just the first one and the second one's pretty brutal because it focuses solely on the murder in great details um I remember watching the first episode because it was lo- uh, uploaded on YouTube and I made the joke with y'all like I'm not watching that at night I'm not watching that and going to bed because I'm going to be up for the whole night after that I watched it during the day and it fucked me up like just the first episode alone I ca- I'm like I can't watch the second one I can't I can't but um, mm. but we're here's hoping for Dark Side of the Ring and y'all can get mad about your favorites being portrayed yeah. in a different way don't I give think a fuck. to save themselves because I think this season this season in general is just like very heavy compared to the previous two yeah because I feel like the previous two had a good mix of stuff that was like funny and things that were serious and stuff that kind of like hit both 
at the same time, I think, like, in general, like, the whole season, again, into Dark Side of the Ring, obviously, but I feel like it was just, like, that whole season was, like, very, very heavy, so I think in that turn, obviously, like, tell stories that are important that need to be told, but, like, throw, like, some stuff in there that's, like, like I don't know, that isn't as, like, intense. Like, who I'm trying to think about would be kind of funny. About, like, the WWE hard, like, WWE hardcore thing for a while. Like, they threw in the Brawl for All, like, one Yeah, season. like, do a Brawl for All, because that was fucking, I mean, again, it's sad. Um, I can't think of his name. The one that's paralyzed. Yeah. Yeah, like, that's fucked up and sad, but the whole episode, like, in general, is funny. Especially, it's, like, when they were, like, had, like, both, like, Cornette and Russo on there and they were each talking about how much they fucking hated each other and they were just going and it was just like the back the interview back and forth and it was hilarious like I don't know do one on fucking doink doink the clown no I'm serious yeah yeah, like a yeah, lot of messed up shit with Doink, actually. Oh, yeah. Matt Bourne, he deserves his own fucking episode. Holy yeah. shit. You know, he actually tried to shoot on Hacksaw Jim Duggan, of all fucking people, like a while back. He's just insane. Hell, Buff after- Bagwell is remarketing himself. They can do an episode on his ass. I love but I love Buff's Twitter, man. It's so fucking wholesome. He's like that uncle who's trying to stay cool. That's like... What was the one uh, tweet he put out? He's like, can someone tell me what a bussy is? And he's like, never mind. I never wanted to know what that word fucking meant. <laughs> so we're going to have to stop the podcast here and I will put the road sessions in its own separate episode only because if I left everything in here, it'd be way too long for me to post. So hopefully you guys will enjoy from this episode of Down for the Count. Make sure you follow us on our social medias at Down for the Count 19 on Twitter and at D4TC underscore podcast on our Instagram. We try to keep everybody updated on both of those socials in various forms. We have a little bit more fun on Twitter and then on Instagram, it's a little bit more giving you all the tea that has happened in terms of wrestling. Whatever I can find or whatever I find out, I usually try to post over there. And then on Twitter, we try to be a little bit more personable and you guys can have a contact with us there. So whatever you guys um, are ready to listen to the roast sessions, it should be coming right after this. I just didn't realize it was this long, which is why I had to pull it and split it up into two parts. So hope you guys enjoy this episode of Down for the Count once again, and I'll see you guys in the next one.